Hey, this is Dan here from Rune Silk, and I'm joined by one other, and that's none other than Demo for Show. And this is the Beard Mail Podcast. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome, everybody. We are live. Hello, Dan. Hello, Damo for show. Dan, I need need to start the show off. I need to just tell everybody that that is the best bit of our podcast by far. When the intro is running and when the music is happening and when we've got your dulcet tones saying it's one other than none other, them tunes come on and we're just in the background like, just like, (laughs) what? It's a tune, isn't it? It's grabby. It's grabby. Right. It is nice. Dan, it is nice. It took me ages right. to find that. I've figured out, right? A bit of research on that. You have to be really grabby and say something really cool straight away to get people in and keep them in for a little bit. So just really quickly say like something really cool that's going to keep people in. Go. So basically, you need to stay tuned into this podcast because it's absolutely awesome. And you might learn something from us just because we're really wicked and uh, we know what we're doing and that. I was thinking more like five buzzwords like beards. Boobs. Oh, um, right. Cool. Yeah. Rune silk, beards, hats, caps, snapbacks. Are oh, you okay, beard mate? T shirts. Beard mail. Right, Dan, this gonna is. Enjoy, we're just going to bring this up. This is our. have got fourth, comments already. Fourth podcast. I'm going to I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to I'm going to read them up, right? Because I've sorted it all out. We'll do some hellos and that, but I just want to let people know this is our fourth podcast and this is the first time of doing it live um, because we wanted to share the love we're all about sharing the beard mail love so um quickly quickly let's have a big shout out for ollie moore who says he's only here for demo for joe <laughs> nice um of course that's not true you'll see you'll see that back in a minute but we have to remember dan that this I can't is see any comments in a minute <laughs> it's going to get downloaded um and it's going to get put onto spotify and google podcasts Um, and on YouTube as well. So we have to remember that not everybody can see us. Although everybody watching right now can definitely see us, those people watching it back later won't be able to see me doing that. So they won't know what I'm doing. And so we have to make sure if we are doing anything visual that we tell people. Right. I'll tell you what, Dan, go for it, mate. Well, can you see, can you see comments? Can you say hello to people? I'm just bringing it up now. Uh, It's telling me to open up in the Facebook application um although no skip, skip that scroll kind of... down scroll down to the next one ah right sweet 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 so seamless absolutely seamless you do the uh, test see some comments i'll go oh go. yes uh, paolo luciardi's in only moore's in he's only here for dan he's in, he's only really here for paxo we know that right he's only here for the sage and onion paxo for show uh john mccourt is in the house in the house I'm just going to position that over there so I can keep an eye on it. And hopefully um, we can keep an eye on chat as we go along. This is exciting. I'm a little bit nervous now. It's different when we sat here recording it and we can edit it all out and stuff. And now it's we are live for show. Dan, we are so pro, mate. We are so pro. We don't do any editing. I've got a few more people that are in here. So I want to give a shout out to Scott Chadwick um, and hello, John Paul Walker. Um, and you did mention old Paolo Lucci, hello for show. Um, so, yeah, good. Boom. We're here, Dan. It's the fourth podcast, and we've got stuff to talk about, right? But if you are watching live right now, please drop anything in the comments you want us to talk about. It might be a question you got for us. It might be a topic. It might be a suggestion. Um, it could be whatever. But if you just want to shout out, just say a little shout out. We'll make sure we get you a shout out because ultimately we did have, we had uh, Sam Walsh, Scott Chadwick and Gaz Allsop already ask us a couple of questions already this week in the group. So we'll try and get through them as well. Um, but ultimately, you look, it's got like what we're going to do. We're normally 30, 40 minutes. It might go on a little bit longer. Um, but it's me and Dan, me and Dan chatting about beards and stuff. Stuff. Have you got a drink, Dan? Uh, I've just got a little, I've got my fizzy bubbles. I've got, the uh just a little champagne little sparkling water time. just because uh, that's how i roll roll deep with my sparkling water bubbles. Nice. Bubbles. Nice. um interesting enough paolo luciali for show has dropped in topic street art which could be an interesting one we can we can try and add i'm just gonna adjust my microphone so that when i talk i talk into it because that's how we roll street food would have been a good one because i'm all about street food as for street art that's uh, what we're we talking about, Banksy and that. Is that street art? Educate me, Dan. 
just graffiti in general, I guess. I mean, um, straight off the bat, when it comes to street art, one of my favourite places to visit in London is Brick Lane, which is just full of awesome street art. It's just, uh, it's just a, st a street full of crazy graffiti, and it's, it's uh, I, I do really enjoy street art. I do love it. Gareth Allsop's in the house. He's watching on Facebook, and he's. Uh, I think he's got a pint on the go. He's got a beer and a cheers and a, and a, one of those emojis. So I'm assuming he's either joining us for a beer or he's saying cheers. But uh, this is good vibes, mate. Good vibes. Norm Clement has just joined in. Hello, Norm. Uh, John Paul Walker says, "Looking forward to my mystery beard mount from Damo." Yes. So you might you might have seen this. You might not, Dan. But I've sent out some mystery beard mount this week um through the old through the old dbfc but i've sent a couple of suspicious looking packages one of them actually did look like a suspicious package um i felt a bit naughty going to the it could have been a knife it wasn't but it was like it was heavy and it was long and it's thin and it could have been but it wasn't um so yes it is a secret tell us more about brick because i've never been there um and john mccourt says bagel bake is incredible so i i forget which one's which actually john there's two there's two um sort of bagel there's bagel bakes and bagel place i think um there's two bagel shops that are open 24 hours famous for brick lane you can go and get a salt beef bagel b-a-i-g-l-e or g-e-l i forget um so they spell it slightly different than the uh, typical b-a-g-e-l um but everyone's got a favorite there's the, the ones white and one's yellowy orange and i forget which one i always go in if you're going towards um I forget what's the, what the Bethnal Green end is the, is the furthest one or what closest one to Bethnal Green end um, does the most amazing salt beef bagel. I've posted it on my Instas previously. It's just, it's ridiculous. Um, and uh, yeah, 24 hour bagel. It's literally, used, they're just churning them out. It's ridiculous. Like a complete conveyor belt of just bagels. Like it's, it's, it's insane. Really nice place. Um, home of a place called Kill the Cat. One of my favorite places to go and drink craft beer for show um east london so i i got to know brick lane quite well because that's where we used to do the markets i love it it's one of my favorite places walking up left hand side yeah yeah it is on the left hand side but john is it the first one you stop in or the second one i always go in the second one if you're on your left hand side um i always go in on the second bagel for show for show um yeah nice shall i tell everyone anyway, what I've shall I, yeah shall i tell you everyone what i've just learned about you dan like the, question, the question was the question was street art. Someone mentions Brick Lane, and you just start talking about bagels, food, and beer. Nice one, Dan. <laughs> nice one. Forget the art. We're eating and we're drinking. That's oh, but honestly, it's the best place. So we, we took my daughter there. Um, she's she's she loves the art, and we took her to the National Gallery. And um I said, Well, let's take her to so the complete flip side. So we saw the National Gallery and then went to Brick Lane to see the street art. Um, and there was a guy there playing chess. They had a table with four chess boards that said play chess for free for fun or something like that. And he's playing speed chess. It's only brick lane. Honestly, it's nuts. Nuts place. Ah, second one. Salt beef and mustard. John's in. John knows. John McCourt knows which one he's going in. Yes, John. That's the one. The second one is the, is the one. Good lad. We can stay friends. Well, I must say that street art is completely new to me. I don't get out much. I don't go to these exotic places. Paolo says that the street art scene in Ireland is growing a lot. You should look for street artists called Aches. A, a fantastic and mesmerising piece he made in Cork. A hurling player with a glitch effect. Oh, that's pretty cool. There's a, so there's a lot more commissioned street art now, which is quite nice. So rather than just people throwing up tags and stuff like that and 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 sort of just pieces of words, we're seeing, seeing a lot more actually commissioned art pieces um paolo if I'll, I'll have a look for a guy called jim vision um he does some insane pieces uh, i met him at a graffiti art auction in london and um yeah jim vision really nice guy artwork is fantastic so we covered street art and bagels and craft beer <laughs> Nice. Well, the point of this podcast, actually, because, I mean, there are literally thousands of podcasts around. And obviously, Joe Rogan has been knocking on the door saying, you know, can I come on your show, guys? But we're a bit busy at the minute. Um, our, our goal for this podcast really was just to, to set out six episodes and just really to relate to the people that are in our world, our community. And we thought, look, if we talk about stuff we know about, talk about stuff that's age appropriate for us, experiences we've had, things we've done, um, and then and then see, you know, what the feedback is like. So we've talked about films and we've now discovered that people like street art and talking about street art, which is 
way over my head. Um, but we are also testing the concept of doing a live one. And also, um, obviously, Joe Rogan mentioned, um, we might get some guests on as well to do stuff as we, we keep rolling these out. So, I mean, predominantly today, it's a little bit loose. There's no, there's no massive structure to today's show other than we want it to be interactive. So people bring us topics and we will chat about them. For example, just add 10 minutes of street art. Um, and as I say, we do have a couple of bits and bobs to cover. I mean, someone said talk about Brexit. That just ain't going to happen because it's just, whew, let's, let's, not, let's not talk about that one. Let's talk about some other bits. So who was it? This one, this one grabbed me. Um, who was it that said, oh, what was that? Oh, was something Sorry, going on there? Some noise in the, some people leaving in the office. Sorry about That's that. That's all right, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll edit we're infamous that out. on my podcast now. Yeah, we'll edit that out. That's fine. Um, what, what was one of the questions about... Um, there was something about white dog poo that threw me, but still quite interesting. Shall we cover that quickly? Yeah, that's something I haven't seen for a while, actually. But is that because people pick most people pick it up now or tread in it? I don't know. I've, I've never what? seen one. Did they used to? Was that a thing? Like, so who was it? Was it Scott or Sam that said this one? I think it was it was Scott that, that suggested I think it was this Scott. one. So white, Scott. white dog poo was calcified dog poo, right? It was just poo that was left on the street for ages, and it just went white. I tell you what, Dan, that is the shit. Um, also, probably could be street art now. If there's any there, could be actual street art. But Scott, look, that's how brave we are on this show. If you jovially put in there, talk about poo. We've done it, mate. We've done it. We've talked about poo. But yeah, hopefully people pick up their poo nowadays. Otherwise, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, that's that one box right. stuff. What else? We got? What else we got? What else we got? Uh, we had where do we see ourselves in five years' time from Gareth Allsop. Gaz has said actually he's got some rune silk in, especially for tonight's show. So well done, Gaz. Uh, silk Dan, you should in, yes, nice. You should go first with this one. Uh, because mine's a crucial answer. Where do I see myself in five years' time? Um, I see myself celebrating a 43rd birthday. Wow. You're a young man. <laughs> You're a young man. <laughs> uh, apart Is from that. that to be honest, I don't. I don't know, man. Like five years time, like it's one of those. It's one of those questions, isn't it? You get asked in an interview, like, "Where do you see yourself in five years time?" I was like, "I don't even know where I see myself next Wednesday, let alone five years time." Um, yeah. I, I think it depends. You know, um, I'd like to have uh, maybe in a position where I can put my feet up a little bit more, <laughs> maybe work a little bit less. Um, I mean. My son will be 10, so maybe he can start making the beard butters and stuff for me. Uh, yeah, who knows, right? Exactly. You know, child labor and that. I mean, is that is that legal nowadays? I don't know anymore. No, no, um, if, if, you, if you have your own kids working for you, it's a little bit of a tax write-off. That's an actual thing. I read it somewhere. But I, need, I might have to get some kids just for that. Sweet. I can lend you mine. It's fine. Just, just to adopt them for a minute. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm I don't so know, pleased. man. I, I expected you, Dan, to have a solid five-year plan and go through it like in, in explicit detail because my answer was going to be, I don't know what I'm doing next Wednesday, let alone five years' time. You're so like, Damo. Well, um, remind me, have you ever seen that episode of Family Guy when he asks that question where I think Peter Griffin goes for a job interview? Have you seen it when he says about where do you see yourself in five years' time? It's, no. it's, it's, it's cutting edge family guy risque. Um, so the boss is behind the desk. He's got a picture of his, his family lock on the, on the beach on a holiday or something. It's his wife and his kids and that, um, and himself. And he says to Peter, he says, where do you see yourself in five years time? And Peter looks at the picture and he's like, don't say doing your wife. 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 And then he says out loud, doing your son. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know what? I've not watched masses of Family Guy. Um, I love Family Guy. I've seen Guy. a few episodes. I love. I, I did watch a, 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 a complete ten minute long of Consuela, just because, mm. just just because of the uh, no, lemon pledge. No, no, Mister Superman. You know he's here. <laughs> I, I have no money. You you do have a range of phenomenal accents, Dan. That I was hoping to keep buried <laughs> until a bit later on in podcast episodes when you know when we're dying a death and need a bit of a, a revive. But mate, you do have some beautiful. That's another one. That's another one to put in the pot. Consuela, got any other ones? Consuela, right now. Do another one. Right <laughs> we've had a good. We've Maybe had we'll a bloody, just leave that. 
we've had a bloody good question come in, and it is from it's oh. from Ollie Moore, the Wild Hair Massive. Um, Ollie Moore says, "Why is there a beard community, and what makes it so attractive?" That's like two questions in one, but I'm I'm happy to give that a little bash of a go. Shall we answer that, Dan? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think um, I think there go. is a beard community because human beings we're going to get deep now this is going to get you know it's less entertaining and more scientifically accurate human beings want to belong we are a social people we just want to belong and whether it be you know attached to a religious community or uh, a criminal fraternity or a hooligan element or a football team or um or a beard community it's just about belonging it's just about belonging and it's an easy one to um if you if you grow a beard it's easy you just type in beard and then you find that i think one of the reasons it's quite successful but it's not all it's not all roses you know it is it is a bit like that it's not all great a lot of people think it's all great and shout about it being great but if you're really honest it's not necessarily always that great um but i think because it's always blokes you always bloke. So think straight away, you have a lot of things in common. You're a bloke, you have a beard. That's two massive things. Um, so I think that's why the community is around. And then obviously because it's a massive business now, obviously there's all the brands and all the um, people trying to make money out of everything, which is human nature. Um, so I think that's why it's there. Um, as to why it's so attractive, I'm going to hand over to my good, good guest and co-host, Dan. Which way have you gone, Dan? There he is. Well, I think you kind of answered that by answering question one. It's, it's so attractive because mainly just because of tribe, right? We all we all seek to be in a tribe. And and I think that having most of us, we, we actually kind of touched on this a little bit in when we talked about nothing but beard, the beards one in episode three. That's live, right? <laughs> no, the episode no. five. Can't no, talk about it. Five, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, a bit of a spoiler alert. We've already we've already already recorded episode five, um, but we do talk about beards, and I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil episode five. But quite a lot of people who I know don't have beards, right? So we all know loads of people with beards in our beard groups, but in our close friendship circles, we might find that actually we might even be the only person with a beard, or a couple of people in the beard in the group with beards. So. When you're sitting there with a group of mates who don't have beards and you're kind of going, yeah, yeah, I've got some really nice beard butter in today. They're like, don't care, mate, pass a, pass a light or a beer or something, you know. So I think having the beard community online uh, allows us to actually connect with people who do appreciate beard mail, who do appreciate the effort that it takes to grow the beard. So I think that's what makes a beard community so attractive is that we get to connect with other bearded folk. Bloody good question. Thank you, Ollie Moore from Wild Hair. Um, well, Gareth is throwing him in now. Topic, best 90s game shows. Um, Super smashing lovely career. Come and have a look what you could have won. He says, well, I'll use a bit of that. Obviously, don't know, in the DBFC, we have your bus fare home. Um, in Gaz does actually say, for me, you can't beat a bit of bully. And for night, for tonight's star prize, it was always a speedboat. They couldn't get rid of the speedboat. That's why. Just sits on the on the prize board for a long time. <laughs> best night. So you tell me what you could have won. What, what you've won? What you've won? It's a speedboat. Oh, oh, that's that's great, great, Jim. Aye, uh, I, li I live on a second floor flat, and I've just won a speedboat <laughs> that I can't put anywhere. Oh, super smashing, lovely, great, super smashing, great. Um, a lot, a lot of them are coming back though. Them game shows, you know, they're all, they're all, they're all coming back. And there was one guy that did a lot of them all in one, didn't they? Because Bully did come back. But I'm sure I can't remember who it was. Was it Alan Carr? Did he do like old fashioned game shows? We do a lot of them all in one. Somebody oh, did. And it was like on challenge. It was on Challenge TV or something. I didn't watch loads of it. But I mean, they are they they're, they're all coming back. They're all going. I mean, look at like not a game show per se, but even Blind Date. So massive in the eighties, nineties, or whatever with Scylla. And then it got remade for Channel Five with you know cool people on in 2016. Um, so they're all just they're just coming full loop, and they full circle. But I tell you what's different this time round. Um, a lot of the the game shows that are coming back, they are having rubbish prizes because they haven't got the budget like they used to have. The, mm -hmm. the, the viewers and the and the advertising and TV advertising and stuff back then was phenomenal compared to what it is now because there's so much more competition with YouTube and different channels and um, Sky and etc. So. Yeah, I mean, what look was your, what was your prize on? I was say, look at the mystery. I don't know if you watched Tipping Point, but the mystery prize on that sometimes it's like a toter or like gardening gloves. 
I mean, they're a bit more exciting than that, but they're not. They're probably worth about three hundred quid. Uh, generation game for me, uh, obviously, I think was was huge. Generation game was a big one. Quivering, quivering bloke. Um, um, but even to Funhouse with Pat Sharp. Fun house, yeah. it's a whole lot of fun. My inspiration for the Mullet, Mullet, yeah, Mr. Pa Mr. Patrick of the Sharps. Does that count um, though? Because is that a game show? Or is that a kids' program? Uh, that's more of a kids, I guess. I guess you're right, it's probably more of a kids' program rather Cause, than cause what's game the rules. Because I, I would say Saturday Night TV, Gladiators, but is that a game show? Or is that like a yeah again? Well, again, yeah. I guess that's more yeah. like your olden day. I I um I What's I've met rules? quite a few gladiators in my day in my time. I um, you met three. three no, I was, three, was, three, I was thinking five, four, three, two, one. That was a thing, wasn't it? Scott just put three, two, one in the, in the comments. Carry on, Dan. Sorry. Oh, there was a weird. Yeah, there was a. I can't do it. There's um, I've met quite a few of the gladiators. So talking about gladiators, I remember I was young in Marks and Spencers, as we did then. Um, <laughs> And I couldn't find my mum. I'd obviously wandered off somewhere in Marks and Spencers, and I was she wandering was down an aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was off. She was like, oh, shit. "Leave him in Marks and Spencers. Hopefully, someone rich will pick him up." Um, I couldn't find my mum, and I, I got—I was really young. I was crying, and and I saw Falcon, and I was—it was really quite quite funny because it was like I recognised her immediately, and I was like, "Oh, you're Falcon. Can you help me find my mum?" And she did. Wow. What a story. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, Falcon I didn't know that. Falcon helped me find my mum in Marks and Spencers. Yeah. And and did you get an autograph? Selfie? I did. Got a signed photo. Yeah, I got a signed picture. Did you? Wow. She had a bag. She had them in her bag, apparently. They always did that back in there, just in case. Like, oh, I'm always asking for bloody Jet's autograph. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't remember Falcon at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. If you said Jet, I'd have been like, wow. But Falcon, Falcon had I, the I wicked, wicked eighties hair. She had like a big. She was, um, yeah, she was cool. She was cool, but obviously Jet was the one that everyone fancied, right? I've met quite a few. I think there was a few at like steam rallies. I went to. I met Hunter and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think, Shadow. No, I think was Shadow was it Shadow? Yeah, no, Shadow was the guy. I think he was into like drugs and bad stuff. I've seen him in bad stuff later. But there was yeah. um, Nightshade came to our school, I think, because I think she was actually Ooh. from rugby. Um, so there you go, cool. Um, yeah, more game show. Um, I don't know. Are, are we do, are we talking about like the prizes being different? I remember catchphrase. Um, catchphrase was I sick. Do, I, I do love a bit of catchphrase, and you can still win fifty Gs on that. But I remember yeah. in, in in Blind Date when that was first out with Silver Black, um, you would get a holiday to like flipping Thailand or Spain or something at least Tenerife, right? And then when it got revamped, um, and I went on it. I, I went table tennis in London. I'm like, what? I was I was expecting at least Spain for a week, <laughs> even for a weekend. But I'm like, yeah, the budgets, the budgets have just gone down the pan for these these shows. At least you went London. At least you went to London. They could have sent you to Skegness or somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, the the, really the, the the girl, I think she was living in London at the time, so it was like for her, it was just going down to a local local ping pong. Which would have been way much. They just, more they just knew they could get her on a three pound tube, you know, you know a return for five eighty or something like that. That's savage. That's quite funny though. Um, so we've covered that. It's a nice bit of game show stuff. That's a good question actually. There's quite a lot of game shows. I think. I think when when we were young and we had all the channels, all four of them, all four of them. Um, <laughs> it was kind of for me in my house. It was. I guess it was. It was EastEnders and game shows was pretty much that was always on television. Um, and then, and then we kind of got NTL cable and then we had like UK gold and weird and stuff, but, um, and what was, and then Ch yeah, challenge challenge was nothing but game shows, wasn't it? Challenge TV. Didn't they just, weren't they just running repeats of game shows? Like, in, I don't in, think in, I ever watched, I don't think I ever got on challenge TV. I was very much a one to five kind of guy and it was all about home yeah. and away and East End, uh, not East End, it's home and away and neighbors. That was it. Oh, neighbours, yeah, that was the one. Um, so Paolo's got a question. What is your favourite music genre and artist slash band? So at Demo for Show, what's your favourite kind of music? Oh, I'm one of them people. You know the ones that say I'm into an eclectic mix, a bit of everything? And I genuinely, genuinely do like a bit of everything, apart from like real hardcore slipknot sort of stuff. Um, my, my Spotify playlists are outrageous you you will go from 
Skengdo, who you probably never heard of, but I was in a rap video over then, um, to Meatloaf, to Frank Sinatra, to drum and bass, like the streets. Like I just, I go all over the place depending on my mood. Um, mm. And I, I genuinely don't have, it's all about what mood I'm in for me. Because well, I'll put sad songs on, have a little cry. I'll put party bangers on and have a massive party bang. Um, depends what I'm doing, like badass stuff. If I'm going to the gym, like some real pumped stuff. Um, but you know, I love a bit of Dolly Parton and Tina Turner. You can't, you can't take that away from a man. So the answer nice. to your question, Paolo, no idea. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I could cop out with that answer myself. <laughs> No joking. Sorry, I um, suggesting as a cop out. Okay, I'll, I'll cop, cop out. out. Hey, no, no joking. Reviews. No, no, I'm the same. I'm the same. I, I listen to a lot, but I think my my absolute go to um, would be right now UK hip hop. Like, I'm a massive, a massive UK hip hop fan. I love jazz. I also love 40s and 50s music from like Fallout. Like I could our, at our wedding, we had the um, soundtrack to Fallout three and four our wedding uh which was pretty sick the computer game. um yeah 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 because it's all because it's all old old music like peggy lee and stuff like that and i, I love all that um like, uh, like, but like, at the minute like, I'm like, that sort of stuff it's like i don't want to set the world on fire oh well bloody marvelous that's a copyright knackered. we won't get shown oh, anywhere yeah. It'll get bled. They'll go. That's too good. That's too good. Sorry, copy written. Um, I've actually also been listening to uh, "Spring One" by Vivaldi, a, a replay of uh, Vivaldi's "Seasons" um, lately. So, a really epic what, violin what, piece. What, what? <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> I'm epic. from Cambridge. I'm from Cambridge, you know, and I listen to Vivaldi, <laughs> and uh, and I like all sorts of. Uh, stuff you know yeah. <laughs> the only people from cambridge who speak like that are university students from cambridge actual cambridge people don't speak like that at all we're all a bunch Rowers, of yeah. retrobates paolo feels proud right ah, okay, let's paolo likes with no, no more copying spring, one, no more spring one is an amazing 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 piece of music dan you only get one genre and you only get one band pick it right now who's your favorite band and I'm assuming it'll be in the same, it'll be in that genre, won't it? No. Um, so, oh, God. Hip-hop's a hard one, because I've got a lot of artists that I really like in hip-hop. Uh, hip-hop is probably my favourite genre of music. Uh, I'm going to okay, go cool. favourite so, band is probably the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Good shout, good shout. I would probably have to say based on, on purchases of albums when you used to buy albums alone, and it ties in nicely with what Gareth just said, I would probably have to say Oasis um, because that was my you know era as a, as a teenager when everything was good, when Man United were playing great football, when Oasis were banging out the tracks, when you know school days were your best days of your life. Um, I will go for Oasis and thus the indie genre. Um, boom, we actually did it. And just for the record, you know, that's not what people think, and you're more, you know, sophisticated than I. But I sometimes listen to classical music as well. Um, I listen to Gary Glitter. He's got some classics. Um, I listen to... <laughs> Michael Jackson's got some classics. Oh, but then Michael Jackson. You know what? I know I know everything. All the <laughs> I do like them, Jay. I grew up listening to Michael Jackson at a young age. And I think for me, Michael Jackson was where I kind of started singing. So love a little bit of MJ. Don't care yeah. what people say about him. Don't care what he did in his pastime. Man could sing. Do you think you got into singing right then because your voice was breaking, or just you were able to talk? I don't. I mean, I'm trying to work out the maths on, on ages and that. Or was that just the time uh, you? Started I used to, to sing? sing from an early age, probably from about the age of about seven. I was quite. Mm -hmm. I used to sing quite a lot. Oh, just kick the table. Um, and yeah, I used to pretty much parrot and mimic Michael Jackson, and maybe. I could hit those notes. I'm, you know, high pitch stuff, and then um, can dance a bit as well. <laughs> Gareth Allsop says MJ was the man and can dance a bit as well. Um, here's here's a, here's a question, Dan. Here's a good one because um, I was just thinking about putting into practical uses. If we went to a karaoke bar right now, what would yes. you be singing? Craig David. Oh yes, which one? Rendezvous, probably Rendezvous, and, or maybe Seven and, Days. And how would it go? 
I'm not going to sing on live because we'll get done for copyright. Um, stick, so <laughs> you, I can't, you do, I can't, I can't bust out. I can't bust out a bit of Craig. Can I bust out a bit of Craig? You, Dan Jones all over ya. <laughs> you pra- oh, so we don't get done for copyright. Just sing what you sang to me on a WhatsApp the other day when <laughs> when you said to me what day are we do in that podcast, and I gave you 12, 12 options over seven days. <laughs> I was like, we could probably do it on Monday. We could maybe record it on a Tuesday for the Wednesday. Well, Thursday, I think any day is probably all right, actually, Damo. There's seven, seven days we can pick. Just pick one of them. We're off at bow one, aren't we? Actually, I used to do karaoke quite a lot. Um, there was a, a Friday night at the Junction in Cambridge. was a night called Boogie Wonderland. And I would always be seen singing away at the, uh, the karaoke. It once had a bra thrown at me. Just saying. Um, no, you still got it. No, I, th- I chucked it back. I was like, you probably need that, love. Hey, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely need that. They're slanging. <laughs> Crikey. <I> was like, <laughs> um, yeah, so I used to do quite a lot of Usher, uh, Craig David and Donnell Jones when uh, I used to do a bit of uh, karaoke. Elton John, Saturday night's all right for fighting. Put my name down. Do it. Let's do it. Let's do this. I think we should do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a beardo for show karaoke somewhere. I don't even does karaoke still happen. I don't. I haven't been to karaoke for ages. We can make it happen. This, this is the year twenty twenty two, Dan. All you need is a microphone um, and a phone. We could. We could make it happen. Um, let's do it. Absolutely. Hey, Gareth. I quite liked your battle of the bands, mate. If you want to keep throwing them in from time to time, we might be able to answer them. Gavin Irwin says, "How do I get a refund?" Demo doesn't like Slipknot. Uh, yeah. No. I'm more of a fan of Lamb of God, Gavin. I didn't even know I knew them, did you? Um, five finger death punch. No, I used to um I used to run a gym um in Essex and we used to have a special session on a Sunday for the big boys, and these guys are big boys. Um and they used to listen to some absolutely intense and I, I get the relationship between lifting heavy and listening to really angry proper that era of tunes. Um and it used to just drive me crazy, just drive me crazy. But I still like you, Gavin. Don't go anywhere. Keep watching. Um, yeah. So there we but go. if you still don't like it, you're, you you just have to apply for the refund. But it can take up to thirty days to refund. Absolutely bugger all. But um, yeah, because you know, Gav Gav thinks he's watching on DBFC. He doesn't know he's on Beard Mail for free. We're 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 on Beard Mail for free. Um, oh, rip off! Oh yeah. I would, I would definitely ask for a refund. There we go. So yeah, nice. We ticked up, ticked that off a bit of music. Um, we did have some beard related stuff, which is a bit boring to be fair. Because if you want beard information, like there's loads of that out there. It's much more exciting, interesting, and valuable content if we're just laughing and learning about your seven days of Craig David and my love of classical music. So anyway, just quickly because I did genuinely before I made a hilarious joke. I do actually listen to some classical music and. It was reborn again when I watched Squid Games. And I don't know if you remember, Dan, but I got dressed up in the old Squid Games attire for the last beard competition. Um, and so in preparation... Your trousers. Get, your trousers you know, were... Yeah. Uh... It was quite a small... It was quite a Korean-sized tracksuit that I purchased off eBay last minute. And um, It was like triple extra large as well, wasn't it? <laughs> mate, yeah, it was. It, it, it was supposed to be large, and it wasn't. It was very fitted. And, um, yeah, so I did listen to a bit of Squid Games classical music. And then I was mate, I do like a bit of classical music. Um, so here we go. So Scott Chadwick, this one's going to throw me, and I'm hoping you'll be able to cover it for me. Uh, Scott Chadwick says, Marvel or DC? I'm going to offend loads of people here, and I, I don't even, I actually don't know what the difference between the two. DC is more Batman, right? Batman and Superman, and Marvel is more Spider Man. And <laughs> well, stuff. let me let me put you in your place there, Dan. I'll take the lead on this one. Um, I also that. don't know. I also don't know, right? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of it either. But there are loads of guys in the beard community that love Marvel and DC. And even I did uh, Spotlight Mastermind with a couple of guys. You know, Liam Sandy. Um, he is an absolute expert, right? And I pulled off a load of questions, not knowing what was Marvel, what was DC. It was just for me, it was all just comic and stuff. <laughs> This guy knew, he knew so much stuff about everything. I'm like, I'm like deep man. So you, you imagine like you asked me some, we asked each of the questions on one of the podcasts about, you asked me some questions about Braveheart and I asked you some questions about, um, 
what was that film you were? Um, Speedball, not Speedball, um, Spaceballs. And they were like mm. surface level questions, right? But I was asking Liam questions that were deep, right? And his knowledge of Marvel and DC was deeper than deep. And you could say a question, like, say, for example, I asked you a question. What was the, the Stand By Me, wasn't it? So you asked, I asked you questions about Stand By Me. And I asked you something like, like, what county was it in? And you had no idea. I asked Liam a question about what space universe and what street of what thing in this Marvel thing from 5,000 years ago. And he got it like that. And I'm like, these guys know stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're probably going to offend everybody, but I don't even really know. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you now. If you said to me, is Batman Marvel or DC? I wouldn't know. Is Spider-Man? wouldn't know. Is X-Men? I wouldn't so know. I... I only know from some of the stuff know. that I've watched. Like for so for Marvel, for example, that's like Daredevil, right? And um and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and stuff like that. Only only and and The Punisher <laughs> and stuff like that. So there's series on Netflix that I watched, but then the and the DC world is the Batman and Superman and stuff like that. So I, I think I, I think I got that right. I think I know the, the difference. And I do watch them all. Um I just don't I don't kind of I'm, I'm not, not sitting on the camp of Marvel or DC, no. No, well, no I, like, I, like, I like all kind of, I like those, all of that. In answer to double question, denim, no, you're not allowed to wear double denim unless you're from Westlife, Gareth. Gareth asked, answer, is it still okay to wear DD, double denim? I've just seen it. Um, well, the thing is, DD is now a thing. And I don't mean double denim, I mean Dan and Damo. Double Ds, Yeah, so, yeah. That's um, that came up on a question on the chase, not the chase on tipping point, and that was, what fashion faux pas is a member of the Beatles carrying out on just, the I'm, album? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hate you for life now, Dan. That question was actually on a program called Sitting on a Fortune with Gary Lineker. Uh, oh yeah, was oh, well, what was it? Oh, that's right. It, oh, that's it right. was actually it was familiar. It was actually on an episode that that I was on, um, oh, no, no, where no, no, I no. I got one question wrong uh, and cried myself to sleep for three months until it got aired. So thanks for bringing that up, mate. Sorry, I I, I did not even I did not even know. Um, I did not know what was the uh, what was the Man City one. Jack Grealish, wasn't it? That your face yeah, just was like, oh, she's like, she's like, oh, I really, oh, I really don't know, but oh, I'm going to have to make a guess at Jack Grealish and Damo's face just literally just, just oh. died inside, died inside. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a photo of when I got my question wrong, and um, the chap right at the back, George, his face lights up, and my face just dies. I'm like, you, <laughs> you. But to be fair, I would rather have lost. Um, in the fashion I did than the fashion George did. So for those of that don't know, went on the TV, went on the show, was lined up to win £80,000. Um, but I didn't get anywhere near it. I got one question, got it wrong, and was out. But the guy um, who I allowed to stay in, by effect, he answered a load of questions right, got right up to, he was in £100,000. He needed one more question to get it right. Um, and he cocked it up and lost. And then the lady behind him came in and won eighty grand. Oh, and I'll she, be sick to, I'll be sick if that happened. She had already won 20 grand on deal or no deal two years ago. Some people, man, some people just, some people just win just, the money, man. Just win the just, money. Just apply for loads and loads of shops. Uh, uh, Scott's asking um, baseball cap peaks forward or backwards. It really depends. Sometimes, sometimes this annoys me, so I spin it round. I just spin it round 360 degrees. Uh, I usually wear mine forwards unless. Uh, I just get annoyed, so I just I, you know it just does that, and I'm like, ah, oh, stop. Um, yeah, I never, never wear mine forwards ever, um, apart from when I just did a live earlier on Instagram, just because I wanted to show off the beard mail badge on the front. But I, I never used to like snapbacks, never used to to wear them until I started working in the gym, and then it was sort of a thing. And you wear them backwards because I've got a funny funny head going on and now it's just it's one of them things i feel like i'm trying to hang on to my youth a little bit but sometimes i feel like paperboy do you remember paperboy yeah computer game paper I, like I, I remember it i remember it existing don't actually really remember playing it all that much is that's that's, that's uh, crazy right i remember playing it a lot you just used to throw your newspapers to deliver them. you have to try not to get them through the windows right stuff like that i think i'm right 
Yeah, that rings a bell, actually. I think you've got to get it sort of on the garden or in the in the mailbox. We should do some we should make a game that is beard mail and it's exactly the same, but you have to throw it through the top window. Or in or in Gareth Allsop's fashion, you've got to throw it through, through the top window that his wife can't see that he's been buying more beard mail. Like a secret, a secret flash for Gareth. <laughs> just, just through the back of the back the back window. Leave it in the shed, right? Just 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 yeah, and it's just run around the back and put it in the shed. Because he's the only person that doesn't love beard mail. Everyone else loves a bit of beard mail arriving. The, Gareth's experience of beard mail is that he gets a photo sent to him on his WhatsApp from his wife while he's at work. What's this you've been ordering? More stuff, more stuff for your beard. <laughs> That's Gareth's She's already experience. opened it. And like, he's like, oh, well, she's pinched me, Pez. Pinch me double lolly or whatever. <laughs> oh, mate, I had some beard mail um, the other day. I had a little lick on the lolly. Oh. It was a super, super sour one. Absolutely oh, yeah. super sour. It shocked and excited me all in one go. It's brilliant. We've it. got some. We've got some cool sweets. I um my my kids kids love it when I put my sweet order in um until I tell them that they're not allowed any of them. It's for them. Like, oh, it's for my, oh my god! It's not. It's not for you, kids. It's for my bearded friends. Um, so now you can find in the most recent orders, rainbow drops. Ooh. And and or slash depending on how much you spend, obviously, uh, sour pears, uh, soda pears, and obviously the standard double lolly as well. I've got. I just. I just. It's just quite fun. You just. I found a really wicked place online where you can order like just loads of cool sweets. So uh, the only problem is, is I literally smashed through a whole pack of pears. And when I say pack, I mean a, an eight pack of the pack of pears sweets just in the car. Because I'm like, oh, these are a bit easy to eat. Yeah. So how's the weight loss going for 2022, Dan? Uh, 12 kilos. We, we, we should probably have a little a little stroke of the of the ego. Uh, well done, Dan. You did the you did the 26 miler and more, a little bit more, wasn't it, for prostate cancer? Yeah, what just over the, because... I, is it all wrapped up? What was the total? I think it was three hundred and something, nearly four hundred pounds, maybe. I think we, were, I think I raised. Um, obviously, uh, a big chunk of that was uh, from my own personal stack because, uh, yeah, ten percent of sales uh, in January went to the charity as well. So, um, yeah. So, but thank you, obviously, for those that did support Damo for show did did uh, donate. It was my first donor. Um, yeah, I'm not a runner. I've never been a runner. Uh, I just walked to confirm, every you said, single cross you said country. Donor. donor, not boner. I was his first donor. <laughs> um, <laughs> I walked every cross country at school. Um, I've never been a runner. I can't run. My cardio is shocking. So for me to do 26 miles in a month sounds easy, but I tell you what, it's actually, it's not. Like the first two runs, I went out. I was like, oh, this is a piece of cake. Like I'm absolutely going to nail this. And then I hurt my knee. Then that took a few days to sort itself out. Then I hurt the other knee, and I was like, oh, this running malarkey at 38. And and when you weigh 106 kilos as well at this stage, like a big heavy guy running, um it it was it was hard. Um but now I just just nailed it. I was gutted. I thought I, on the, the day before the last day of January, I remember looking at my my what I needed to do, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I've got two miles or something to run or 1.7 miles and uh when i clocked it in on the strava it was i was like oh no i've still got to go and run 0.7 miles i miscalculated that luckily there was still one more day left in january and i went out but um but yeah i, I did it and it um and during january well i stopped drinking throughout january but the first the last couple of weeks in december as well i didn't really drink and lost 12 kilos. So I'm, I'm 94 oh, yeah. kgs at the moment. Well, you should probably take your top off and give us a twirl, Dan, because that sounds beautiful. I'll just show the guns, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the the viewers, Dan. We want to, we want to keep them, want to keep them entertained, keep them grabbed, keep them stuck to the show. Um, yeah, but well done, mate. Well done. How's your knees now? Thanks, all right? uh, well, yeah, good. Well, I haven't really been. I've kind of not done any exercise this month because, uh, well, I have. I just haven't done anything in the gym or been running because. Uh, I've been doing the Mr. Miyagi stuff in the house. I've been painting walls and hammering nails and chiseling and standing. And, and that's been my workout videos. for the last two weeks. Making TikTok um, videos. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we see the moves? Can we see the moves live on on Beardmount now? If you have, <laughs> if you want to see this in its full glory, get over to Dan's Instagram and is it on TikTok? It's on TikTok and Instagram. It's very TikTok esque. Look at that. Look at that. Dan, work it, Dan. Work it, Dan. I can't. I can't. I can't do that because I've not got nothing on my bottom half. But you go for it. You go for it, Dan. You go for it. It was. It was. It was just one of those things, right? So my my missus was over and she she's been popping over to help out when she can, and um, she was she was just about to leave. No, I was I was because I had this that tune on that, that's on on my Instagram one. I think it was on my story, so I don't think you can see it because it's on her page, and. Um, she was saying she was just like yeah so i'll see you later expecting you know a goodbye kiss and all of a sudden i just started skanking skanking in front i was just like that and she was like Rick, i need to record that in different parts of the house so we did and, yeah we need uh, to say for, was... for the spotify people right now you've just missed an absolute sexy extravaganza of dan, <laughs> having, a little, dan having a little boogie by himself <laughs> in, in the studio yeah. i bet that's more effective than barry white so uh, if, if you want to get the, the wife in, in the mood, just show her those moves or just do them yourself. It's like a peacock mating call. Guarantee if you do the skeng move, she's, you know, the wife, she, she would just be like, look, you know, clothes are off. Kids are already at grandma's. Let's go, you know. <laughs> so you had a good Valentine's, did you, Dan? Did you, did you pull out the, I'm just going to call it the, the, the rune seal roll. What are we going to, we need to name it. Then. We've got to make it something different, haven't we? Uh, What's yeah, it going to be? It's more like the, the, it's more like the epileptic fit, I think. No, that was probably, that was probably <laughs> the, really... the Dan dance. Take that oh, we've got a question about um, beer, Dan. It's all, it's all over to you, mate. This is this is your this is your crafty. What crafty is the sauce. best beer you've ever had? That's a really hard question because I've drink Taste a this, lot. Mate. Cause light, boom. <laughs> um, no mucking about. Straight in from the um, Rockies. I... I drink a lot of craft beers and I drink I'm I'm that really annoying guy that when when I come to a party everyone's like oh can I have a beer and I'm like no because I've got seven individually picked beers that I've got to drink throughout the night and I don't have a spare that you can have of any of these beers <laughs> I don't have the 12 pack of fosters uh, I have literally a, 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 an array of craft IPAs um there's got to be there's got to be um a couple i mean i like anything by cloud water and pomona island so like i said i'm very much an ipa guy i love a new england ipa uh if it's pretty much straw colored it's probably going to be tasty um but i think actually saying that one of the nicest beers i think it was a 13 or something like that as a cloud water um that's a road Dan. when i went to a hansen concert <laughs> Mm. yeah you heard that right <laughs> yeah i took my wife to a hansen concert and the best thing about it was that there was a little craftdale uh trailer outside uh south bank and i was like oh they've got cloud water on tap i'm gonna get really drunk um but the, the valentine's yeah, was nice like i swear i'm like the plague although they were, we, we're doing um I had a, a chat the other night, Man Space Monday, and Andy Darley was having a little bit of uh, Northern Monk. Have you ever had a Northern Monk? I do like Northern Monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Northern Monk's nice. We we compared it to Tommy Tank, <clears throat> but <laughs> that's an, that's another that's another story. He had a he had a whiskey dam and everything, doing it proper. I think um, I think Northern Monk, uh, Northern Monk have some. They do have some nice ones. I'm going to answer your question by going to my Untapped really quickly. And I can tell you my most topped rated beer. Um, <laughs> Michael Harwood's here. Hello, Mike. <laughs> I'm going to go. And all right. Sort by rating. The They've only got four beers that have got rated a five. Um, so, and some of those are probably earlies. And we will find that. My favourite beer. It was an a, it was an AW eighteen uh, all season IPA by Cloudwater, a six point five cheeky New England hazy. Um, but I would say it has to be. You know, that's probably it. There was a Citra double dry hopped IPA with lactose and pineapple, but I think I was pissed when I rated that because it's only got an average of three point seven four, and I gave it a five. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's a five. It's my my tenth one. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think where we're uh, different, I man, think, uh, is if I, if if I had a twelve pack of Coors Lights, um, I also wouldn't have a spare one. Yeah, no, but just as you, you wouldn't, have a, wouldn't have a spare one. <laughs> no, because that would be for me. Um, Gareth has uh, moved us swiftly on to home owning, and this is interesting actually because I'm going to geek out a little bit here and 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 confess live on Beard Mail is I sometimes get massively um, addicted or infused by some apps or games um, on my phone, and they're and they're time consuming, but they allow me to get my brain out of the busyness that is my life. Um, and for a little while, I was stuck on Football Manager 22. So you're managing a football team. And in my mind, it's really interesting. You're pressing buttons, doing stuff, making moves, things are happening, and you're getting rewards from winning games and that. When my girlfriend sees me playing it, she's like, it's, you just look like you're pressing spreadsheets and that. It just looks like work. There's no, there's not even a game. There's no actual yeah. players or you're not controlling players. It's, it's boring. So I managed to stop myself playing that one. And then I stumbled upon an Instagram meme that was hilarious. I'm like, what is this? And on the meme, it says, <laughs> you found a satchel in the park full of crack cocaine and died of an overdose. And I was like, what is this? And I read the comment. Is that and it's dope wars? It, no, it's called BitLife. And basically, it's okay. like a, Tama, a Tamagotchi, but you basically look after yourself. You're born at zero years old. And then you just live your life. And there's so many different things you can do. You pick your career, you pick your, you know, you do your schooling and all that. You pick who you're going to be friends with and you spend time with, and you press buttons by either training in the gym or learning an instrument or speaking to friends or, and it's, it's adult as well. So there's things you can do. You can take drugs and you can have sex and you can, um, you can catch herpes. There's all sorts of crazy stuff on this game, right? It's called BitLife. Um, and I literally just deleted it two days ago because it was consuming me. But the thing was, and I'm getting there, Gareth, I'm getting there with your question. Um, in the game, you can set up a Twitter, Instagram, um, and YouTube account, and you press the button, and the more you can choose what you post, and it tells you how many likes you get. And I did it, and I like went viral, and I'm like, wow. And then you can monetize your account. And then every time you post, you're getting like three grand. And then the more followers you get, you're getting more and more and more. And on the latest one, I actually became, I went, I learned how to be a drummer. I joined a band. I built myself up in this band and I became mega proper famous. And I, I had like 30 million YouTube subscribers. And every time I posted a YouTube, it, I, it gave me the money. I actually ended up with like $150 million and I then started buying all of these houses. So my point is, it's a fake world. But there was still, there's a lot of psychology behind it. There's still the reward of pressing buttons and getting something, even though it's nothing because it's a computer mm. game. But it had me it had me hooked. And you can buy all sorts of houses. You can buy equestrian houses. So you can buy horses as pets. You can also buy a, a flipping Bengal tiger if you want. Um, there's haunted houses, townhouses, Victorian houses. And this brings me seamlessly into Gareth's question, which is, which would you pick? A brand new house, just been built, all modern in the city, old Victorian house, or in the countryside? So, the answer, Gareth, is I'm a rock star. I've got $150 million in the bank, and I've got 15 houses. I've got three of each. What's your answer, Dan? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it depends... It depends on the type of build. If, if, I, had, if I had a large pool of cash, then a nice, crisp new build lots of glass you know really cool house would be would be nice i like old stuff as well i do like older cottages i just find that a lot of old nice cottages they tend to be quite low um in terms of ceiling space i like quite high ceilings um so yeah it's a that's a toughie i think um I think it depends on how well it was built. If it was an old building that was built well, cool. Otherwise, build me something new from the scratch with everything that I want. Because I find that a lot of older houses, they didn't really think about space and stuff, storage and space. And whereas new builds, you can build all of the cool shit if, in. If you think about the olden eras, um, the heating aspect, you obviously you wouldn't want mm too much because everything was all you know you, you have to think about heating and sewerage and toilets and stuff so it's a different world but i i flip between the two so i live in a, i rent a cottage at the moment 
And you're absolutely right. I'm always I'm always hunched over. I always hit my head on the door. And it's lovely when you sat down in the lounge and you've got beams and you've got a fireplace and that. Unfortunately, it doesn't work. It's on gas. But if it worked, it'd be lovely. Um, but there is that you're trading something against something else. And because it's old, it's freezing sometimes and you're on oil, not gas mains. Um, and so, you know, it's, it, it has its pros and cons, but it looks nice. Um and, and I sometimes do wish for the complete opposite. And I think think Batman, you know, in um, Return, no, hang on, Dark Knight, when he's in that like really well-lit rectangular room that's really bright and he's got his outfits and that and he's got his motorbike and that. Sometimes I wish I just lived in that. And in the corner, mm. I'd have like a gym and then I'd have all on one level. I'd have, you know, the bedroom, a little separate sort of bedroom and um, and just all something really modern like that. Um so it really depends on like you know budget and and I think to be fair, if I lived in somewhere really modern and really awesome, after a little while I'd want to flip it up and go and live in something quaint and cottagey. Um, my mm. my last job that I was actually doing, like a proper job job, um, I had to conduct a housing survey. So I went around loads of houses um, in the, the Cotswold area, looking at the types of different houses, and so this experience seeing the different types of houses, and also I drive for Amazon and everybody orders from amazon right whether you're a millionaire in grounds like I, i've driven up someone's drive that's like a two mile drive to get to the front door like they've got so much land it's so affluent but then coercively i've been in and delivered at skyrise flats and stuff so I, there's so many different types of accommodation i real think the magic is making it your own so wherever you are you you, mm. make, you make it your character your personality what fits for you and you can make anywhere a home it doesn't you know i'm sure there's a lot of lonely people that live in massive rich estates and it's not homely and they don't love it you know and, they, and they'd love to swap it to be in a neighborhood you know of skyrise flats and that you know it's, it's different different for different people i kind of i kind of like the idea of modern in the countryside but at the same time as well i wouldn't want to live in the middle of nowhere where my next door neighbor is a million miles away because i'd get scared like i drive through places and i see houses and i'm like nah nah like if i can't see my neighbor if i need to run to my neighbor's house like for sure like don't no i, I, I delivered to a purpose-built barn um the other day and it's exactly like that there was no other neighbors or anything but the guy's barn was phenomenal. He had a, a separate outbuilding, all massive glass windows, and inside table tennis tables and football and all that. So obviously, the, the, the man cave as such. And then his main building was just massive and it was open, and it, you could see he purposely built it himself. And it was amazing. But like you said, there's, I think, the different stages of your life as well. You know, as you certainly get a bit older, you probably want a bit of neighbors around for security and you want, you know, a bit of. You know people around you so i think it's absolutely different. really really good question gaz um but just i want to circle think... back as well miss paolo's one about your favorite italian beer um i would i don't know if it's my favorite italian beer but there's a beer i had when i was in rome many years ago called dragoon i don't know if it's italian or not but it was bloody strong um the first one wasn't very nice the second one was all right but the third one was bloody lovely <laughs> because the 18th one oh, went down a dream <laughs> well, it's, well you, you wouldn't get to eight because they serve it in like because this was a long time ago i don't know how legal it is now but they serve them in these massive glasses it's like practically a bottle of wine so you once you got to the, you know the third one it was like a almost like a red in color and um i'm sure it was like 15 percent or something like that something ridiculous <laughs> um yeah you knew you knew about it the next day i mean we were 17 18 we must have been 18 maybe 17 18 what's actually happened dan is you've ended up in the, the park with a couple of bottles of of white lightning and you pretended to call it italian lager is this what's happened really happened no 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 I, I hopefully hopefully paolo's still watching he'll back me up if you know if he's if he knows of dragoon um it's a red a red some beer it was it was some I... now you're thinking of a randy boom but it's uh oh, i've definitely had a few a few uh park sessions on the old white lightning that's for sure frosty jacks, frosty jacks as well i think frosty jacks yeah frosty jacks was probably the one actually mad dog 2020 uh mike harwood says that um all of his neighbors are dodgy i hope they're not watching uh, hello carlos hannay how you doing broski um paolo says he's never heard of that the only italian beer i know is peroni mate that's it Done. That's, that's yeah, it. Peroni. Isn't Beer Moretti Italian? No, nah, that's probably Stoke on Trent, mate. Burton on Trent. So I don't know. 
<laughs> they're all they're all brewed in the UK now. I don't know. I don't know. Belgium. I do. I do like Peroni. I think I've just gone. I just. I don't know. Lager's a funny one for me. I think I, I tend. To, it's one of those ones that I don't really drink lager very often. I find it a bit too gassy. Moretti, mm. yeah, beer Moretti, yeah. Um, and I've not had Menabria, Menabria, or Peretti. Is Peretti? Is that where you get half a pint of Moretti and half a pint of Peroni and just mix the two together? Yeah. <laughs> and if it all goes wrong, really offended the Italians now. <laughs> Being a messina, you know, the one with salt inside. Oh. I know. No. <laughs> I know. Keep, I'm feeling a bit thirsty. I'm going to have a beer that makes me feel more thirsty, and I'm going to put salt in it. Italian beers, eh? Look at us getting all very cultural and worldwide and discussing the beers. It's clever, isn't it? That? Clever to think about. We're on we're on the Beard Mail podcast with two males talking about beers. You couldn't you couldn't have written it. You couldn't have written it, could you? Seamless. Seamless. I do, I do love a beer. I've, I've only had four beers this year i've been really good however i've got 52 pints of a 3.2 percent cloud water that i'm going to take to a mate's house at, at the end of the month and we're going to try and finish it three of us are going to try and drink 52 pints every good weekend one. if you can get yourself a pass out for april the second i'm having a bit of a birthday shindig it's 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 technically my 41st birthday but on the premise i didn't really have a 40th because of covid yeah. It'd be nice if you can make it to the secret event, Dan. If anyone wants to know what it is, I can't tell you it's secret. I want to try and I want to try and get down, but it's far from me. That's the problem, isn't Everywhere's it? Everywhere's far from you. No, like heard, Bedford's pretty heard, close. Peterborough's pretty close. In fact, <laughs> in fact Bambury's not even that far. Huh? I, I hear Vivaldi's playing there at the end of the day. Actually, a bit of a gig at the races. I'll be, there, mate. I'll, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. Your birthday it's a crap second day. special. Craig David oh, yes. is doing a, a Craig David is doing, doing a Vivaldi. <laughs> He's doing seven days over sea over spring one. That'd be my that'd be the mega, that'd be my best thing ever. Right. Damo for show, we've been on for an hour. If we've we don't close this up soon, my wife's gonna be wondering where the hell I am. Um I need to go home. She'll know Sorry, she knows. You're already you home. You're with Damo. You're doing fun stuff with Damo. Well, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure and beautifully done. I think that is our fourth podcast in the, the Beard Mail podcast series. The fifth one, as you've already alluded to, um, has been pre-recorded already. That will be launched next next week. I'm assuming, yeah, because th this this one will drop on Spotify tomorrow, right? Ish. Uh, yeah, then, Wednesday. Yeah, this will this will go yeah. out tomorrow. I'll have to get on the. Get that ready. So, so the, the the podcast that is going to be for next week will be um, all about beards. We've already recorded that, mm -hmm. and then we will be recording another one, top secret, this week for the week after. And then also, very secretly, not going to tell anybody, but we're also doing an exclusive um, interview with Paolo, who's been watching. Thanks, Paolo. Appreciate your uh, your support. We're doing an exclusive interview with Paolo um, next week. We're going to record that behind the scenes. Um, and then Paolo's going to type it up and splash it all across the internet when we're done. So um, keep your eye out for the bearded handballer, uh, Paolo Lucci. We need to learn how to say your second name, actually, Paolo. That's on Luciali. our... Lucciali. Lucciali. Whatever happens, I just want to put Lucciali. Show. Uh, Gareth says it's a cracking podcast. Thanks, Gareth. We really appreciate your support, pal. Um, Daniel Jones has just started watching. Thanks, Dan. I'll just give you a little wave there on the, on the podcast, on the on the Facebook. So that's it, mate. We're wrapped up. I do have our ridiculously long outro. Um, shall I just wrap it up and say goodbye and play that? Or should you do, do the bit about subscribing? And that? Do that, do that. You do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, just, just, just the obligatory subscribe. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. Tell us how much you love it, and it spurs us to do more. Uh, I'm really enjoying the series of podcasts, uh, so I hope you guys are too. If you are, put your fingers where the money is or whatever kind of weird saying we could come up with that and just hit that like press, and subscribe button. button. Notification, ding, bell, subscribe, and all that stuff. But to be fair, you don't have to do all that. You can just watch us when you want to watch us in your own time. Um, yeah. That's it. Thanks very much. Uh, tell your mates. That would be good, actually. Tell your mates. If you've enjoyed a bit of beard mail chatter, Tell your mates, invite them into the group because we're just going to build this group, keep putting the great content out there, um, and keep sharing the beard mail love. Um, and that's what it's all about, really, talking about all the stuff that happens in the beard community as far as products goes. Send it, receive it, 
beard mail, the best kind of mail. And before you that. do go out, it's Luke Aoli. Luke Aoli. Paolo Luke Aoli. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. We've nice. all learned something new today. I'm off to listen to some Vivaldi. I'll leave you to go and have yourself a northern monk. Uh, are we done? Shall we say bye? Love you. Bye. Bye. bye, bye, bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care. I'll see you in a bit. That's in a bit. Bye for now.